What is up and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. You are officially awesome for checking out the podcast. Today we have a very special guest on. Her name is Whitney Martinez. She is a TikTok star, a cornhole star, and a cornhole pro as a matter of fact. She dives into the sport itself and the popularity that it has given her and also the popularity that the sport has attracted over the last few years. When I was first introduced to the sport, it was not very big. It was kind of just a backyard thing. Now it's on TV. Now it is highly competitive, lots of money into the sport now, and so many things that I had no idea went into the sport, even now. Like you watch TV and stuff and you go, okay, cool, like they're really good at what they're doing, and there's so much to it that I just had no idea. So she gives us some really cool information. I learned a lot in this interview, but also really cool, a down-to-earth, a really nice um, cornhole pro. So without further ado, I'm going to get into it, guys. Here is our interview with Whitney Martinez. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey, your host, and very thankful that you're checking out the show today. We have a fantastic guest on with us. She is a TikTok star. Yep, that's right, a TikTok star, an ACO cornhole professional, and uh, she's out of Grand Junction, Colorado. Her name is Whitney Martinez. Whitney, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Trey. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really cool to have you on. Like I said before, a TikTok star, it's just sometimes you, you message somebody and they just don't get back to you. You know, the, the popularity hasn't quite gotten all the way to you yet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I try to respond to as many people as I can. That's Very cool. Sure. Very cool. Yeah. So um, one of the ways that we were able to actually connect with you was over Facebook, believe it or not. And uh, we noticed one of the things I think is really cool about your TikTok page is that you essentially, in some of your most popular videos, shut down the haters, right? So you you go on mm-hmm. and somebody says, oh, she can't actually do that. And you're like, no, 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 actually, I'm going to show you I can do that and stuff like that. Do some of these comments drive you to make these videos um, more and more or do you just enjoy making them anyways? Um, so I enjoy making them anyways, but I cannot turn down a challenge. So <laughs> if someone's commenting like, oh, yeah, we'll put a timer next to you. Like, I think you edited this. I've right. got to show them that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I were doing what you were doing, it would probably take me multiple takes. And yes, I would need to edit them. But uh, <laughs> watching your videos, it's really cool to see that you're like, no, 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 I can do this. It's just really um, awesome. So... Um, with that being said, how did you even get into cornhole? Like, did somebody introduce it to you? Did you watch it on TV and say, I can do that? Or, or how did this sport really get to you? Um, so it was the summer of 2018 and there was a cornhole league at a local volleyball outdoor bar. Um, and so my husband and my brother-in-law, I believe my husband's cousin we all decided let's go do that friday nights sounds like fun um let's do it so we all just went down and we played in the the league down there and after that i was hooked wow okay were you automatically good were you and your husband like a dynamic duo or was it a disaster to start no yeah it was a disaster it was a disaster (laughs) to start I, i didn't know how to hold the bag i didn't know how to throw it i didn't know how to stand 
um, my stance has completely changed since then. You know, everybody starts out not knowing how to throw a bag good. Um, So I, you know, did the whole, like, accidentally rolling it and flopping it all over the place. And Mm -hmm. um, so after I slept so bad, I was determined to get a flat bag, learn how to spin, and figure out my stance. Interesting. Okay, cool. So, and I mean, it's funny because when you first start out, the ba- the boards, the bags, it doesn't matter. You're just playing to have fun. And then once you really start to get into it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the equipment, right? I mean, the boards have to be a certain amount of slickness for it to be official. The The bags have two different styles of speed to them and grip. So um, you really actually start to look and go shopping for some of this equipment, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the first bag that I would guess pretty much the majority of cornhole players throw is like off Amazon or like their great aunt's sister made them for them. And they are just, (laughs) (laughs) they're good at the time. Like they feel really good. They're like, you're like, these are good. These are awesome. They do what I need them to do. Um, But then once you start playing more and uh, figure out that there are actually good bags out there. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that you ever threw with stuff that had like sand in it or sure. like cor- actual corn. Right. And so, same with boards. Same with boards too. Yeah. Do you actually still throw those ever or it's just like, no, I show up with my bags. You can't tell me otherwise. I show up with my bags everywhere yeah. I go. They're in my car. They're ready. If I can't, I'm not going to like fight them and be like, no, I'm, I'm throwing my bags. Like I'll, I'll throw I'll throw whatever bags if that's like mandatory, but usually, you know, nowadays, usually you can bring your own bags. All right. So you said that you have them in your car, you have them in your backpack or whatever it is that you're bringing to that tournament. Do you have a a few different sets that you go, okay, this, this matchup, I think I need these bags, this matchup, I need another set of bags, or is it just like, this is my tournament set? Um, So basically what I do is um, I get to the tournament and I fill out the board and like what determines my bag choice is if the boards are throwing fast or if they're throwing slower. So I have three bags, um, actually four bags that I go to. Um, Mm. They're the Scorholio Circuits, um, Pro Advantages by Reynolds, Kill Shots, 357s, and the Local Demons. And so each of those are going to throw differently, and I always um, choose them depending on how the boards are. Okay, very cool. So there is a strategy to it. I think this is pretty cool to to hear this because I had no idea. I just figured you go, you know what? These are my lucky bags. And unless they bust, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to use another one. So, Right. There's a lot to I, it. I bet some people do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So we wanted to get into, you actually have sponsors that make sure, I want to actually hear it from you. How, how do your sponsors play a role in your um, success and your ability to go out and play more tournaments and, and more? So I have three really great sponsors. Um, They are so helpful in being there for me, like personally, if I have any questions, because I'm I'm really new to this whole, like (laughs) being sponsored side of things. I've played cornhole now for, you know, over a year and a half, but um, two years, but a year and a half, like competitively, but being a part of the sponsored team, I'm really new to that. And I, I'm kind of just finding my way. So my three sponsors have been awesome. They've been there for me to support me if I need to talk, if I need, you know, if I need to know certain things with, within the game. And um, those three are the Jersey Guy, uh, Loco Canopies, and Scoreholio. Very cool. All right. So they're, they cover that equipment that you need as well. Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And we've used Scoreholio since the beginning. Um, okay. We've loved Scoreholio. It's a software. And yeah, we've used that from the very beginning. So you don't, it's not just because, oh, they, they wanted to sponsor you. Now I'm going to use what they've got. You, you actually liked it beforehand, which is cool. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Scoreholio, um, I trusted the software before. And also the Jersey guy, I was in contact with him um, before I went viral, before, you know, before the fame, I guess you could say, even though I don't consider it fame, mm. but before all that, you know, we were in contact and I was going to do some, some TikToks for him. And so we kind of connected and clicked. And so I definitely trusted him um, okay. from beforehand. Cool. So, and you said software. Um, can you explain that? Yeah. So Scorolio is like an app that you can use on your phone or even like your Apple watch, you can keep score. It's how you keep score. Mm. Um, but it's, it's a lot more than that though. It keeps everyone's records. We use it for our leagues, our weekly leagues. Um, we're going to start using it for our ACO tournaments. It, it's really amazing. It's, it's really in depth. I can't really cover everything, but it's the software yeah. that you keep score and it keeps everyone's records as well. Okay. Very cool. Um, all right. So there is a difference between ACL and ACO. So can you kind of explain the differences if, if you could? Yeah, so they're both really great leagues. I have never played in an ACL tournament. I've only played in ACO. That's what that was the first competitive tournament I was um was a part of was in St. George, Utah. Mm. And um yeah, so the ACO they they are all about family and um they're all about you know, being supportive of each other. And that's what I've learned from being a part of the ACO. I don't know about the ACL. I know that they are also a very high-end elite uh, league as well. So they both have pro divisions. And um, one thing about the ACL is if you are an ACL pro, you are not allowed to play in ACO. Mm. Okay. Interesting. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I wanted to talk about uh, your dominant hand. I mean, most people that I have seen play uh, cornhole, they're usually I'm used to seeing right-handed people. It's just dominating. You know, it's, it's just a, there's more righties than lefties. You're lefty. Does that affect you in any way? Does that throw other people off, or is there an advantage or disadvantage to it? I honestly don't think so. Um, possibly if maybe you're playing an opponent and they put a bag, maybe they, maybe they try to block you a certain way, but because my bag curves a different way, maybe they don't really recognize how my bag will turn oh. and I can try to get, a, I can try to get around it. But honestly, I don't, I don't feel like it's like a huge advantage. I don't see a huge difference. Okay. Very cool. Um, all right. So we're going to move into, uh, your travel, obviously, um, to get to these tournaments, you have to go other places. It's not just completely 100% local. So can you tell us, some of the places you've been to to play Cornell? Yeah, so like I mentioned before, um, St. George, Utah was my first ACO tournament. Um, so I went to St. George, Utah, and then I've been to Denver. I just recently went to Minnesota. And then earlier this year, we went to Vernal, Utah. And I want to say that's it. it. It sounds like oh, just too little of an amount, but I can't think of anywhere else that I've traveled. I've just played so much here uh, locally that it okay. seems seems like I've been a lot more places. Right, but I mean, it, as oh, long as South you're Carolina, South oh, Carolina cool. as well for Worlds, yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, was that huge? Just like hundreds of people there playing. Oh yeah, that was huge. It was it was 
uh, definitely an experience. It was crazy. What is the best experience you've had in cornhole? Mm, that's a big one. I think that the best experience was probably my first tournament because I didn't. I took second in women's. Um, I didn't win anything huge there. I, I didn't, you know, place in the singles division, just women's singles. But after that tournament, it lit such a fire in me and my husband and my brother-in-law and our friend Lisa. And on the ride home, we were just all four so pumped about cornhole that we talked about it the whole ride home. Damn. So I feel like that was the best one because I just after that tournament, I just knew something was going to come from cornhole. When did you decide, you know what, this is really fun. I noticed that TikTok is really cool too. I'm just going to make a TikTok, uh, you know, a cornhole oriented TikTok and then things start to kind of uh, like travel from there or get bigger from there. Yeah. So I got my TikTok back in April and at first I wasn't posting about cornhole. I was just posting random things about my family and just, you know, here and there, just random, random things. Sure. And then I realized, okay, what do I spend the most of my time doing? And what do I enjoy doing the most? And obviously that's cornhole. So I just thought, well, I guess I'll just start posting some cornhole stuff. And mm. in May is when I, in May is when I started posting about that. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So what I, and we talked about it a little bit earlier in the podcast, but you said that, you know, you like a challenge on TikTok. There's some people in the comments that might be haters or they might just be friendly challengers. But a lot of times mm -hmm. what I'll notice is that this sport is mostly men that play this sport or, um, you know, males that are playing this sport. What is it like being a, a really good professional female in a male sport? You know, I honestly don't really focus on that. I kind of try to just see myself equally with them. And I think that they, they see me that way as well. At least I hope they do. Yeah. Um, and when, one of the challengers said that I would fold standing next to a man that really got Ooh. to me. That's why I had to like challenge and, and show my standings in my league. That's 80% men mm. and I'm number one in the league. So I had to kind of just put that out there because truthfully, I'm more nervous playing against women. Really? You just feel like there's, oh, yeah. why is that? Yeah, I don't know why. It's not that I'm, you know, there's no, you know, bad blood between us or anything. I just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just another, another woman and we're fierce. So I'm scared okay. of other women. <laughs> I like that answer. That's very good. Um, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, I just, I figured there's going to be something that, that comes along with, you know, just being a minority in the sport, but do you get a lot of trash talk when people see you or do you, do you get people to trash talk you that see uh, hey, that's that girl from TikTok, and I'm going to play her, or she's playing right now. Let's talk trash to her. Anything like that? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, everybody in the cornhole community that I've come across is super respectful and very friendly and nice. I haven't had any negative interactions with people because I'm a woman or just because I'm on TikTok or anything like yeah. that. It's all been very positive. Okay, so then let's flip it on. Let's flip that over then real quick. Do you have people come up to you just randomly and say, hey, Whitney, I've seen you on TikTok? <laughs> yes, I have. It's, That's awesome. It's actually pretty funny. Not like in my everyday life, but at cornhole events, um, I will. And it was actually funny. We were in Greeley a few weeks ago, mm. and 
Um, I was asked to sign a shirt. I was asked to sign like a set of boards and get pictures with, and it was just the craziest, funny experience. I, I loved it. That's super cool. <laughs> That's neat. Um, all right. So can you tell me about the speed of bags that you, perf- cause I know we talked about you change things, uh, depending on the, the, uh, boards, but if you have the set of boards that you are used to the most, what kind of speed of bags do you like uh, best? So if you would have asked me back at Worlds, I was throwing a fast bag. And I was throwing just trying to go into the hole every time. But since then, I've kind of changed up my strategy. And I'm going for a little slower of a bag. First of all, I have a really hard throw. So I need a slower bag to begin with. Um, secondly, I am focusing more on blocking and using more of a strategy instead of just all in. So right now, and, and this does change, like this can change, but like last night I played at league and I played with my kill shot and, um, they're the three, five, sevens. Mm. And then I also did pull out my pro advantages by Reynolds, but if, those two aren't looking for me for some reason. Like let's say they're kicking because sometimes my throw, it'll kick off to certain sides. Um, the one bag that I really love are the score holio circuits. Those, those are like my fallback where I know I can trust them. Okay. Very cool. All right. So you have, uh, I mean, it's just cool that you know the sport it's like down to a science now of how you're going to oh, yeah. play the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very cool. All right. So um, what is the, Actually, let me ask you about that strategy. You say you like to block now a little bit more than just trying to slide it into the hole. Um, why is that? I mean, it just seems like if I can put all four bags into the hole, you're going to have your best chance, but you're essentially trying to earn more points by stopping their points and, and gaining more on your side. Is that kind of what we're getting at? So what I'm hoping for is when I put up a block, I'm going to put up a block where I know I can push it in. So what I'm hoping is that they are going to try to go in with it, but they're going to kick off to the side. Mm. And then that'll just automatically, you know, get me ahead. So I'm hoping what the strategy is, is instead of just going all for hole, it's hoping that they'll make a mistake. Okay, cool. So it's, it's a distraction essentially. Yeah. It's almost like creating a mistake for them or, you know, trying to make them make a mistake because if they're just going to go all in, you know, then I, I can do the same, but it's nice to have a little bit of a strategy. I feel like. Okay. Very cool. Uh, what is the appeal of collectibles in this sport? Uh, I noticed that patches on backpacks are a big deal. Uh, cornhole bags are also, and then I think even boards, I've heard that, uh, at the end of big, big tournaments that they'll sell boards for pretty cheap just to get, so they don't have to carry them back or haul them, haul them back. You know, I haven't heard of that last one about selling the boards, but that's cool. I'd be interested in finding yeah. some uh, for sale at the end of tournaments. Um, that's awesome. I um, As for the collectibles, I have started a very nice little collection of um, Velcro patches, and I use them on my bags boards bag. Mm-hmm. It is um, a backpack that carries eight sets, or no, four sets, sorry. I have two bags, so I carry eight sets with me. Um, okay. And then the front of it is Velcro, and so you just put your patches, and people kind of trade them or just purchase them if they're really cool. Um, I'm actually getting some custom patches made um, by Bag Sports. So oh, I'm that's excited awesome. About that. 
Very yeah. cool. I also like to collect the stickers as well. I, I love having the stickers. I feel like I'm going to put them on a set of boards one day and just have like a full board full of stickers one cool. day. Well, guess what? We're going to send you a pack of stickers for sure before this is all Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Thank Um, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. You guys, and I think that this is one of the cool things about Cornhole that uh, has really become more and more popular as time goes, is the fact that you don't just wear like, oh, it's a a t-shirt, right? Or um, you're wearing like something random, a long sleeve, whatever. You guys have you know, those printed shirts that have your sponsors on them and things like that. So what is your favorite, I guess, Jersey for Cornhole? Well, I'm sponsored by the Jersey guy and I love everything that he makes. They're comfortable. Um, he, it's just the best quality in my opinion. Um, and he's going to be making some custom jerseys for me with all of my sponsors. Um, and pretty much, you know, any other gear that I'll need, he's going to provide that, which I'm super thankful for. So the Jersey guy is obviously my favorite. All right. The, the Jersey guy. He's got a website? Um, yes. I believe it's thejerseyguy.com. Okay. Let me see. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. So you got the shirts. You've got the bags. You've got the boards. I mean, the whole everything. The the, the backpack to hold your bags in. But is yes. there a footwear that you're just like, I, I have to wear these shoes and stuff like that? I mean, I guess there's just so many things that go into this sport that I had no idea. Is there like, oh, I, I got to wear uh, tennis shoes or I have to wear some grippy shoes or can you just walk up in, in flip-flops and just play this sport and, and be completely even with the next guy? Yeah. Well, first of all, let me touch back. It's actually the jerseyguylocker.com. Okay. Uh, I apologize. I apologize for that. No problem. Um, as for shoes, I do get made fun of for my shoes. I'm not going to lie. I love Fila's. I love the old school chunky Fila's that look oh. like they're from the 90s. Uh-huh. That's just my style. That's just who I am as a person. Um, but then I also do love to wear like slides, like uh, Adidas slides, you know, uh-huh. not flip flops, but the slides. And I like to wear them with socks. You okay. know, no shame. And you wear those at tournaments? Yeah. Okay. So you're. So you're either going to see me in Adidas slides or Fila's tennis shoes. I think we need... And the occasional Nike. Okay. It's all about comfort. Sure, yeah. What what feels right that day? What's going to make me win, right? Yeah, exactly. you got to feel them. So I'm going to pitch this idea to you real quick. A TikTok okay. of the official footwear of Whitney Martinez. And then maybe somebody goes, hey, we want you to wear our shoes. I don't know. You just never know. Hey, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd be open to doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right, cool. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for being on the show. This is really cool to have you on and uh, to see your success and see your popularity on TikTok. It's really cool, um, you know, to just to see that. It's it's and it, and to know a lot more about cornhole. I learned a lot on this uh, on this interview. So thank you for that. Do you have any advice that you might give to somebody that was like, you know what, maybe maybe I want to start cornhole and get going? Anything that you would go back and tell yourself when you started? Well, um, I say keep going, even if you throw back for a little while. It took me a long time to get to a place where I'm happy with my throw, and I'm even changing up little things still. So if you're not throwing well, but you love the game, just keep trying different things. Like, don't just stop and give up, or don't keep doing the same thing if it's not working. Change something up, figure it out, and you got this. 
Awesome. Awesome. Whitney, thank you so much, guys. That's Whitney Martinez at a Grand Junction, Colorado. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Ah!